This podcast is for anyone that works with clients at an ad or marketing agency, also known as a sued traditionally. This is your chance to hear from client service veterans and other industry professionals on everything advertising and account management related. My hope is every episode will all get a little better at what we do every day. What's up, listeners? You know what time it is. And if you're looking at your clock, what I meant to say is it's time for another dose of SuitsCast. I'm always grateful for you listening in. This is your host, Brooklyn Cravens. We've got some fantastic things to talk about today in the world of advertising and account management. Maybe you work at a full-service agency, or maybe you're at a more niche boutique shop, maybe a digital-only agency, or maybe just a, a completely unique structure in the marketing and ad agency space. Either way, account management can look very different. And it's something we want to talk about today across some of those agencies. Also, really cool office spaces, whether you've seen them or not, maybe you work in one, can also potentially affect work. And that's that's something else we're going to talk about. And maybe depending on the agency you're at, maybe you handle accounts, but you don't actually have the word account in your name like you may traditionally be at a full service agency. So we have a lot of really fun topics to cover today, but it's all going to start in the South, in a place that I love going to called Birmingham. And I love Birmingham, not just because of the amazing selection of restaurants that serve delicious Southern food. It's not just because of how beautiful the general area is. One of the main reasons I love Birmingham is because like so many cities around the country and the world, there's a lot of really smart ad folks and uh, account handlers and, and agency thinkers in the city. And that's where our guest comes from today. Her name is Jenny Rankin. She is a project manager at Kinetic Communications, and she comes with over a decade's worth of experience in account management, both in traditional and digital media. At Kinetic Communications, she is really sharpening her blade on digital skills. So email marketing, social, SEO, SEM, web design, all of those things while also managing accounts a lot of tasks. It's something we can probably all relate to a little bit. But uh, yeah, she's she is a, a, a great addition to the show today. And it's so good to have you on. How are you doing, Jenny? Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Oh, yeah. And one of the things that makes Jenny such a unique guest today is there's actually a little bit of a plot twist here. In Jenny's own words, she is joining the dark side here pretty soon. She's actually going to be going client side in a couple of weeks, which is going to actually give us a, a really cool perspective as we get through some of our talk today. So now, Jenny, uh, you know, what was interesting about when you started in the advertising space, you know, you started really on the full service side and then you transitioned over to handling clients in specifically a, a digital agency. Uh, what was that transition like and, and how, what did, what did account management look like in those two different spaces for you? Yeah, it was, um, it was a difficult transition. It was harder than I expected it to be. Um, you know, I had a, a pretty good handle on digital before I moved over into into Kinetic. And I thought that I was going over and going to be able to slide right in and just kind of jump in and get get going with the, the project management over there. But the technical language that I had to learn, all the different technical languages were really difficult um, to, to kind of get super familiar with, you know, as a account managers and project managers, one of the things that we have to really be on our game about is what we're able to provide from a services and products perspective to our clients, right? So if you don't fully understand everything that you can offer to your clients, then you're at a major loss. And so 
I had all the project management and the account services chops to really get going. But the thing that I realized that I was going to be underwater with was the digital and technical elements of the new job. So, you know, I had all this experience with TV and radio and print and digital, what I thought was digital experience. And then, you know, going into this niche focus fully in on digital was was quite a, a, a mouthful to, to take in. So it, um, it was harder than I expected. But when I finally kind of came up for air, it took about two, three months. I was felt fully underwater. But I learned the, uh, the phrase very quickly. I don't know the answer to that question, but I will find out and get back to you as soon as I can. It's funny. We, we get so scared of saying that, but I mean, Hey, sometimes if you don't know the answer, you really, you can't, you can't just make up something, it, you know? It's so true. When you make something up, you're, you're really, um, you're, you're shooting yourself in the foot because it may or may not be true. So, um, I, I learned that lesson really quick and, um, I just asked a ton of questions. I probably annoyed the crap out of my coworkers because I would just ask them constant questions. But after two or three months, I kind of came up for air and, really fell in love with the digital space. I was already in love with the digital space, but really fell in love with the um, the super focused digital uh, experience that we could provide and the help that we're able to give to these people who were just as underwater as I was. They needed just as much help as, as I needed coming in and, and being able to help clients understand technology and how it can make their business more smart and efficient and effective that it's just it's been a dream in the months when you were really kind of grounding your feet with the real technical digital stuff some agencies as you know have very robust training structures in place others are a lot more trial by fire and you teach yourself a lot of things where did it fall into place at kinetic or with with, at kinetic with you it was a little bit of both to be honest um kinetic has a we're fully digital. Um, so like, obviously, all of our services are digital, but everything that we need to do our jobs is online. So we have a vast codex of information about every potential process that we would come across as digital marketers and, and website developers. And so I had a lot of documentation to read through, which was great. Um, so from that perspective, you know, there, the training was was there. I had to kind of read it on my own and kind of absorb it and learn it on my own. But at the same time, there's a huge difference between reading about something and then actually working with a client through something. And so books can take you only so far and then you come to practical experience, right? So the trial by fire was huge. And I remember the first the first client call that I had by myself, my heart was pounding the whole time. Um, and the first time that I sent a site live, gosh, I thought I was going to fall out on the floor because I was just terrified that we were going to do something wrong. But things happen and, and sometimes you mess up a little bit, but you can roll through it and, and make the best of it and learn from it. So, yeah, there's definitely a little bit of both there. The, the documentation was great, but there was nothing can replace trial by fire for sure. 
Oh yeah, I can I can definitely agree, and I think a lot of people at smaller shops for sure uh, can can agree. And so that that is a good job of explaining kind of how you really found your footing when you got to Kinetic. As far as actually managing accounts, like you said on your first call with a client when you were setting your first website live, it, it really was was very stressful and nerve wracking, like you said. But when you had your your years of experience at the full service agency you were at before, you know you you were a lot more comfortable with actually just that general service and clients speaking to strategy and overall uh, planning from that perspective. How is that different between the full service side and the digital only side with it sounded like being at Kinetic really, really rolling up your sleeves and just doing a lot of the digital executions yourself? Sure. So um, when I was uh, at the full service shop, I was an account manager and I had an account supervisor who was over me. And so um, I was I was being mentored that whole time by that account supervisor. And if I ever had any major issues, I could always go to him or her. There were two different ones that I really worked under. I could go to both of them and really kind of learn from them and figure out what they what their thoughts were on it before moving forward with any kind of client stuff. And they they were typically on the line or at least in the know for almost everything I was doing um, on a, on the client relations side. And so when I got to Kinetic, that was very different because we have a, we all have a boss, but we have a, we have a real flat hierarchy. And so I have kind of complete autonomy over all of my clients and what I think um, makes the most sense for them. And, um, I take all of that back to my team and I confer with everybody and make sure that everybody's kind of on the same page. But there's not like an overarching person who's kind of watching over everything I do all the time. That's kind of right. my role, right? So going from having that direct supervisor who was kind of watching everything to being a complete autonomous project manager on my own um, was a big leap to take. Um, and it, and it was stressful, but the other part to your question was, you know, going from the big picture strategy where you're looking at all the different aspects of marketing and advertising that you can, you can get into and then just focusing strictly on digital was also kind of a big, a big difference because I would recognize things, um, from a research perspective or from a strategy perspective or just from an overall brand perspective that I wanted to bring up to my clients. And, and I do now. Um, but at first, I wasn't sure that that was really my place, you know, because we're the digital agency. We're not the advertising agency. We're not the branding agency. But I realized as I've gone through the years, there is a lot of crossover. And we have a lot of partners that we work with in the advertising and branding and marketing space. Um, and so more heads is better than than fewer, right? And so if you can um, provide your experience and your uh, perspective, whether it be from a branding side or a digital side, it's better than, than keeping quiet on that kind of thing. So it's definitely been a, a, a different kind of ball game and focusing much more in on the digital space. But it's still just as fun and you still get just as many challenges and just as many different experiences as you do in a traditional full service shop. 
Oh, for sure. And I think that you bring or you shed some light rather on a trend that uh, we've talked about on the show in, in past episodes and with something that we are seeing in the agency space, which something you've probably noticed in at your time at your current agency, which is clients are kind of shifting away from having a, a one agency fits all approach and they are using multiple partners. And for folks that are not used to that in the agency space, you're you're exactly right. It's It's very easy to be shy. It's easy to kind of feel like, well, what's my role or what's our role? How, how do we interact here? And it's kind of easy just to silo yourself to your your specific rate card services, if you will. But I think that there is definitely a major opportunity to ultimately the benefit of the client and to, to growing as, as an account person, as an agency to making sure that you are asking questions about the opportunities there and still being innovative. And that's something that you and I have talked about. I think last time I was in Birmingham is how even though you are a niche shop or you might be in a niche shop, there's still plenty of opportunities to showcase your ability to think about strategy and your ability to think creatively. And and why why do you feel, in your opinion, at your years in the digital digital only side, why do you feel like that's important? Why do you feel like uh, you know clients feel there's value when someone who is only hired for a specific set of services does come out of the woodwork and suggests other things? Well, I mean, I feel like so long as the people that you're working with, the partners that you're working with, um, don't feel like they're getting their toes stepped on. Uh, like I said, more heads is better than than fewer in that situation. And I think, you know, you're really, like you said, you're siloing yourself. The client is siloing itself if it does, if, if they're not open to ideas from multiple places, because the way that I think about a brand strategy is going to be very different than the way, you know, a print production shop thinks about brand strategy. And it's going to be very different than the way a full service agency thinks about uh, brand strategy. And so if you can pull all of those pieces of the pie together and talk a little bit about all the different perspectives, then you get a better picture of what the client actually needs. And so I think it's awesome when when partners from different areas can come together and collaborate on a project. I think it actually ends up giving the client a little something extra that they may not have bargained for when they went to multiple places um, just because it's pulling in more perspectives that are all on their side in the first place, right? So so long as those partners don't feel like you know you're trampling all over what they're trying to do, it really comes out as a win-win on the client side. It really does. And it's 100% true that when you get more perspectives that ultimately are aiming for a single goal for a client, I think you're exactly right. You get multiple perspectives, which means you've got differing opinions, which means you're you're really, as you're collaborating on something, you're, you're naturally vetting what is ultimately going to be the best ideas or the best strategy. And so I think those are those are great words. And I think it's something that, uh, that, that we can all learn from. Absolutely. Now, something that fascinates me about where you're at is your title. You you are an account manager, but like you said, you're autonomous. You know, you you completely handle your clients from a leadership perspective, but your title is project manager. And that is something that that I've personally encountered more and more is account facing roles that don't have any type of verbiage of handling accounts or handling clients. It's all project management. And what what is the philosophy behind this, whether it's there, there's something, there's something deeper there. Whether it's just the philosophy at your current agency, what's what's the thought behind having the title of project manager? 
You know, I think at, at Kinetic, it, it feels a little less. Let's see that here. Word, I'm uh, pompous, egocentric. <laughs> I mean, and it's, and I only say these things because my title is an AE, <laughs> so I know I can be a little self-deprecating here. Yeah, so, no. uh, but, but I, there's, there's definitely a kind of an, an, a, like an upper echelon type of feel to it. I, I think I, I understand exactly yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, and so kinetic, one of Kinetic's philosophies as a business as a whole is to be super laid back. And our motto as a company is to speak frankly, but carry a fun attitude. And I think that um, we always, yeah, we always want to make sure that our clients don't feel like we're trying to preach at them about digital. We're trying to work with them on a partner level. Um, and, and really have it be more of a partnership. And so that's one reason that I think that Jay Brandrup, the owner of Kinetic and, and the other teammates there have decided to go with more of the project manager role. But also it kind of fits what we do a little bit more than it does for an agency that is full service and is kind of working across multiple media platforms because you guys have TV, radio, print, uh, digital, outdoor, all these different areas, but you're all, it's, it's typically all under one campaign, right? So you have all these different, correct? yeah, you have all these different media vehicles to promote this one overarching campaign. Whereas uh, with the digital space, you've got the website and um, you've got, search engine marketing and search engine optimization and email marketing. And that's all like trying to help that one overall website property. But it's true. Yeah, but it's not one campaign, right? It's the overall digital brand for that, uh, for that specific company. And you can kind of break, you can break digital out a little bit more into individual projects than you can at a full service agency where it's all, falling under one umbrella for this massive campaign. So That's a good yeah, point. I think it's a little bit more of a bite-sized role, but it's also a little bit more laid back and that's what we liked about it. Which, hey, I, I love laid back and, and, you know, us being located in Daytona Beach, that definitely uh, resonates with uh, with kind of our yeah. motto as well. But, uh, you know, you, you mentioned the, the bite-sized role and the fact that a lot of the tasks can be parted out into different projects. And I think, I think you know, when we when I was last in Birmingham, you told me you have quite a few clients that you mm-hmm. manage at Kinetic. And so for listeners that are in a very similar role as you or the same role as you, how do you balance that? How do you balance taking care of clients, making sure that, like you said, when you were first starting, staying up to date on digital best practices and really keeping your mind open for, for new ideas. What's, what's your formula personally? You know, I don't know that I have a formula. I think that, um, on a weekly basis, it changes a little bit, uh, every, every week, but depending on what comes in the door. Right. But I think there, there is a balance there that has to be met. And it's sometimes a tricky balance to take, especially because just like with the full service agency, our business is very cyclical, right? So you you have projects that come on board and then they, they ramp up and you're super busy on that project. And then it kind of goes on the on the backside of things and, and uh, you get a little less busy on that specific project. And then something else comes in the door and you ramp up on it. And so balance comes in those those moments where you have a whole lot of projects that are on the upswing, right? And you're 
super busy on um, jumping around from multiple different uh, projects, multiple different clients, and trying to make sure that no balls are getting dropped and make sure that everybody's everybody's happy, everybody's on budget, everybody's on time, and you're giving them the best service and the best project and the best product that you possibly can. So it's definitely a balancing act and it's, you know, being organized is a huge part of that. Being able to multitask and jump from one thing to the other um, at the drop of a hat is is huge. So if you've got ADD, you... <laughs> This could either be the best job or the worst job for you. It's important to continuously, you know, keep up with blogs, read as much as you can, listen to the clients who come back from conferences and tell you about these things that they've learned and be open to that and all of that. Um, but also rely on your colleagues and, and the projects that they're working on because you're all working on different things, right? So you you can't let yourself get into a silo and only think about and and pay attention to what's going on with your projects. You've got to be open to what's going on in the agency as a whole um, so that you can continuously learn about new things and, and move into different areas and help each other out when when things do get too too tough and, and too busy, you can kind of rely on someone else to say, hey, I know you guys went through something like this uh, two weeks ago with so-and-so. Uh, what was the solution you guys came up with? And is there something similar that we could do for XYZ? So it's a balancing act for sure. I, I, I don't think that there's a specific formula. If there is, I have not figured it out. Um, but that's <laughs> kind of Part of, part of why I love it and part of why I'm going to really miss being at Kinetic, jumping around from all these different things. So, Oh, yeah. And I can I can definitely relate to the fact that it is kind of in that crazy chaos that is part of the passion for the job. And, and I found over the years that I've been in account management and at the agency space is, uh, you know, the more that I think you you do try to say, all right, I've got a bunch of things I've got to work on for clients, but I also need to dedicate time to these things. I need to dedicate an hour a week to this, an hour a week to that. I feel like that when you try to add so much structure and be disciplined, that's that's where, you know, the client fires come in unexpectedly yes. and kind of wash that away. I think, I think almost part of the balance is almost always kind of having your eyes open so that when you say, hey, you know what, today is actually a little bit of a quiet day. I've got three hours of, you know, unplanned time. Now I can actually plan or creatively think or, you know, go go get myself updated on this week's blogs, like you said. I think I think part of the balance is almost just thinking, all right, I'm going to be open for when I get those pockets of time and taking advantage of them when you see them to maybe work on something that you've been neglecting. Absolutely. Being flexible um, and, and not having too much structure is a huge uh, is a huge part of that game for sure. And you mentioned that you are going to miss the agency side. And uh, I do want to make sure we we get a little bit of time to, to touch on that. You've got a, a pretty cool opportunity and a pretty big shift coming going client side. Even though you're going to miss the agency life, what do you hope to accomplish client side? What are your major goals in going client side? Yeah. So, you know, we talked a little bit about this um, before, and I think it it's the thing that I'm really looking forward to is being able to dive in deep on one specific client, <laughs> my new company mm -hmm. that I'm going to, <laughs> and and fully focus in on what they have going on and how I can help them 
and really moving the needle um, in a lot of different ways, not just, you know, on one specific project, um, but across a bunch of different projects from one year to the next. Because being in the agency role for more than 11 years, you do jump around a whole lot and um, you, you don't, you know, you dive in for the specific period of time that you're really engaged in that specific project. And if you've got a maintenance contract or something where you're, um, you're continuously diving in, that's great. Um, but you still have all these other uh, balls up in the air that you're trying to focus in on as well. And so I'm not saying that you can't fully focus in on one client forever. Um, but, but it's hard to do that. It's extremely difficult. Yeah. And so I think, I think my, um, biggest excitement is to see where I can take this company, um, not just in the next year, but like in the next four to five years and look back and see what kind of, a uh, impact uh, my time there will have on, on their bottom line and on their future. Oh, yeah. Well, and like I said, whether you end up becoming a Sith Lord on the dark side and staying <laughs> over there or whether you end up coming back to the the addictive and fun, as you said, agency side, I'm, I'm very happy for you and, and congrats you so on the opportunity. So now jumping back to Kinetic, I would be remiss if I did not bring up, even if just for a minute or two, how cool of a workspace <laughs> that is. And I am sure that that's probably one of the things you are going to miss just uh, as, as I guess, I guess it's a challenge to do so quickly, but, uh, you know, give our listeners an overview as to the office at Kinetic and just, just what it's been like to work there. Sure. So, um, Kinetic has been voted the coolest office space in Birmingham a couple of years, I think. And, um, it's, it really is one of the coolest spaces, office spaces that I've ever seen. Um, our owner, Jay, um, has been committed to downtown since, you know, 1996, I think is when he first moved downtown. 95 is when we first opened. Um, so he spent one year outside of downtown. And ever since then, he's really been committed to downtown Birmingham. And when this space opened up for purchase, you know, we all looked at it and we were like, gosh, there's no way. And we walked, we walked through it and um, he had this vision before any of us could have even imagined it um, of creating a space where creative people could be creative and productive people could be productive and clients would want to come and engage with us and people would want to come and, and, and work in that kind of a space. And he created it. And it's been, um, it's been a lot of fun to, to see that and to watch uh, everybody that comes to the door, whoever we give tours to, whether it be a new client or, um, you know, a high school digital creative team that comes through. It's fun to watch the, the looks on their faces as they walk through. Oh, I remember my first time coming through. It was, uh, it was, and I've, I, I was in the ad tech space before I was in the agency space, and I traveled to quite a few agencies, and I've seen some cool offices. But y'all's office, one hundred percent, surprised me. It was awesome. It was an old um, restaurant, and then it got uh, turned into several nightclubs, <laughs> and now it's a now it's a a digital marketing web development company, and. 
you know, we kept one of the bars from the nightclub and it has, um, it has LED lights behind it that of course we have an app to, to change the colors on the, on the lights. Um, anything digital that we can do, <laughs> we do. I work in a box car that blows people's minds. Well, and I think, I think one of the things just taking a step back, the, the actual building itself is an yeah. old train station. Yeah. It's three, uh, two box cars and one caboose that is that they're all still sitting on rails and so cool. Yeah. And, and one of one element of our space is the oldest remaining commercial building in Birmingham. We sit on the oldest street in Birmingham and we have, you know, pool tables and ping pong tables and a workout room and TVs everywhere and a rooftop with fake grass on it. And, uh, you know, a golf, (laughs) a putt-putt range and just all kinds of things, um, which, you know, the first question that people ask when they go through is, how do you get work done? Well, at the end of the day, we're still at work. (laughs) But the cool thing is anytime we need to take a break, we have all these different avenues and all these different places that we can go and either sit and just get out of the, you know, computer screen, um, area or just sit on the rooftop and get some fresh air, um, still connected to Wi-Fi everywhere in the building, or just go play a video game and, and clear your head for, you know, five minutes. I think it, it definitely helps like Jay wanted it to. It helps the creative people stay creative. It helps the um, people who really need to be head down. It, it helps them to have a space that they can go and clear their head for five minutes and then come back and, and hammer out whatever they were working on. Which is pretty cool. And what's also pretty cool is you just might be one of the only people in America who can say that they they work or have worked in an old box that's car. True. So that that might be something you want to add to your resume just because, uh, you know, that that's, is, that's pretty, totally pretty cool. Do like you said, remember so. when we were younger, the boxcar children? Did you ever read that series? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. until you just Definitely. said that, I didn't even think about it. But I, I always wanted to be them when I was little, and I guess I am now because I'm working in a boxcar. <laughs> you you yeah. are a boxcar child. <laughs> well, that's uh that's awesome. Yeah, that's it's it's funny the little connections there. My um so when I was a kid, and I will I'm comfortable in myself, so I will admit this. When I was about five years old, I had a huge crush <laughs> on Mary Poppins. And for probably that's about awesome. a good year when I was five years old, I watched Mary Poppins every single night. And my wife, when we were in high school and not dating at the time, in a musical, she actually played Mary Poppins. And so that oh, that wasn't the, it was fate. Yeah. So it's it's funny because you don't make these connections until later in life, but you're like, holy crap, how yeah. did I not see that coming? Like, uh, it's, yeah, life's connections sure. are funny. So, well, uh, well, Jenny, thank you so much for your time. I think uh, we we're we're just about at the end of uh, end of our time here, but. I got to say, I uh, I do have to uh, end the show with a curveball question, as I always do. And my curveball question for you is, if you actually were in a legit boxcar going down the railway, what color would your boxcar be? Blue. Kinetic blue. Are you kidding? Wow. What a patriot. <laughs> I love it. That's that's awesome. I was I didn't know if you're going to say red, maybe purple, but instantly blue, you knew. That's that's pretty sweet. Actually, blue is my favorite color. Okay. Still since I was little yeah. and, you know, the fact that kinetics color is blue, that just makes it 
you know, that's just one of those things, oh, one yeah. of those connections. That's right. Yeah. It's and I, and I'm a big fan of blue. I probably if I if I had a box car, I probably would have a blue on the outside. So I'm right there with you. So. Well, Jenny, thank you so much again for being on the show. You had some great insights. Like I said, best of luck to you in going client side and definitely looking forward to keeping in touch with you. Thank you so much. And a huge thank you to all the guy and gal listeners out there. This is the end of another episode of SuitsCast. If you ever have a burning question you'd love to hear addressed in the show, or maybe you just want to get in touch with me and leave some feedback, I would love to hear from you. Please shoot me an email at suitscast at gmail.com. One more time, that's suitscast at gmail.com. And lastly, if you'd like to support SuitsCast, there are two ways you can do so. The first way, if you haven't done so already, is to subscribe so you'll know exactly when the next episode is ready for your next listening session. And secondly, head on over to Apple Podcasts app if you aren't already there and leave a review for the show. Let me know and potential listeners know exactly what your thoughts are on SuitsCast. And with that, that is all the time we have for today. Thanks again so much. See you next time and Suits out.